Hey everyone, Chris here from Midwest Coaster Fans. I hope you guys are having a wonderful Friday. This is, podcast is being recorded for our Coaster Therapy series straight out of Indianapolis, Indiana. We have Dustin and Jacob are going to Winter Chill Out. They'll be at Winter Chill Out tomorrow. So definitely go ahead and you'll check out our podcast here soon relating to that. Uh, but we did have a, a video come out um, that came out on, on YouTube. Uh, earlier today and uh, we want to appreciate we definitely thank you guys for watching the video Uh, we had some information come out of uh, a fun spot uh, possibly looking at uh, making an acquisition of indiana beach flying in indianapolis indiana yesterday meeting possibly with apex or somebody Uh, some people assume it might be rides but we don't feel like it'd be rides because they could i doubt the owner of actual fun spot would actually come here personally just to buy rides or I have a ride acquisitions but you know that's always a possibility obviously and what I mainly think is happening is they went to go check out the condition of the park he wanted to do a walk around meet with Apex or somebody from Apex and possibly talk about acquiring it go back to his people and uh, possibly put in an offer for Indiana Beach the model of Fun Spot kind of follows the same model like I was talking about that Spackman used to have back when uh, Spackman family used to own the park, which was you either paid per ride or you paid, you know, just to walk around the boardwalk. You were able to buy gifts. You were able to buy food still, uh, but you paid to walk around the boardwalk and then you paid per ride. You paid or you paid for a combo pass that included all the attractions or you uh, and then another thing they could add on there for the fun spot is the annual pass. So if you give all these people all these different choices, like what they had before, I feel like Indiana Beach would kick off a lot. Because Indiana Beach is not a full-day park. It's never been treated as such. And you should never treat a park like Indiana Beach like that. Uh, it works for places like Six Flags, like Cedar Point, Kings Island, uh, Kentucky Kingdom. And Holiday World because of the way they're laid out with the water park and also the amusement park. Uh, but um, most of them, besides Kentucky Kingdom, are considered full day parks. But I believe if Indiana Beach went back to this model, not only would you have more people going back to the park, but you'd also have a lot of people just going there to walk the boardwalk, spending money, and in return they would make a lot of their profit, a lot of their money back. Do I think all the rides and attractions would stay the same? I've, I don't think so. I think Funspot would put their own take on it. But at the same time, I wouldn't really care if Funspot did it because if you call it Funspot Indiana or Funspot Indiana Beach, whatever you want to call it, uh, it would have an owner that actually knows how to run a small park like that because all the fun spots are small parks. Now, the majority of them, they run uh, some roller coasters, you know, a lot of carnival attractions, stuff like that. Uh, but the way they run their parks is the same model, like I said, that Spackman used to run with his. So, like I said, if you run a, a park that same way, I believe the locals would take to it. I believe a lot of the people that used to go to Indiana Beach would take to it. And if they put some real TLC in it, not that fake cover-up Band-Aid stuff that was done during Morgan and uh, the Apex years, I think if you actually put the investment and money into retracking the roller coasters and just putting money into the ride maintenance and updating the park, and getting rid of the rides that cost too much to maintain. I think in return you would have a good park and you would be able to add attractions every year to this place. Do I think Fun Spot is going to buy Indiana Beach? Possibly. 
Do I think an investor is going to come in there and buy it? Yes, I do. Do I think the investor that comes in there could possibly tear it down and put something else in place? Yes, possibly. There's a lot of different scenarios on this. I hope we get the scenario of somebody buying the park, putting some money and investment into it and running it the right way, unlike Morgan and Apex did. I think Apex would have ran the park the correct way had uh, had Al Weber Jr. not uh, passed away unexpectedly. I think he knew how to run these parks the right way, and I think the investors and a bunch of people pulled out once he ended up passing away unexpectedly, and I think they didn't trust the way the leadership of Apex was. And that's just my two cents on it. I don't think that uh, a lot of trust was given by the investors in the current leadership at Apex. And that's why year one, you saw, uh, with Al Weber being involved, you saw an investment of a lot of money, like 8 to $10 million or more. Second year, you saw very limited investment, and then as the years went on, you saw almost nothing. And when I went to the park, there's a couple different issues that I saw with the park that I feel like should have been treated a little bit differently, but I kind of bypassed it because I was just happy that the park was still open. But I kind of felt, I kind of spelled a little bit of trouble with the park. And then our YouTube channel did an end of season review, which I did. I kind of talked about the things that they should hit on, the things that they should not bypass, which had to be, which had to do with, you know, more landscaping, relocating the main entrances, and then uh, updating the bathrooms so that the bathrooms are updated, uh, more dining options, doing something with Galaxy Pier. And all that appeared to be being said to the employees and the maintenance staff at Indiana Beach. But when uh, time came to it, uh, which was, you know, Tuesday, we found out that Indiana Beach would not be open for the 2020 season and there was a huge uproar about it. Now, Fantasy Island is part of this list as well, but like I've stated before, I think Fantasy Island finds some sort of investor because it's in a touristy area. A lot of people go to Niagara Falls and just stop in there, but I was always told that Fantasy Island was not ever like packed or anything like that. It was actually a lot less busier than uh, Indiana Beach ever was, so I feel like Fantasy Island might be on the chopping block. I don't feel like there's going to be an investor going into Fantasy Island and buying it out. As of Indiana Beach, I feel like where it's positioned at and the history of Indiana Beach, I feel like Indiana Beach has the most likely chances of getting saved. And uh, Midwest Coaster fans, this is our home park, one of our home parks. And I could tell you a whole whopping history of this place, starting with 1926 all the way to 2008 before it was sold. But I'm not going to get into that right now. I just want to let you guys know that there's a possibility that Funspot might be buying this park, and I think it would be a great model for the park. Uh, if you've listened to me in the past talk about Indiana Beach, I talked about how if they went back to the old model like it was before, I think they would be more successful, and Apex would have been more successful, but they wanted to push that season pass model. And when you're selling season passes for only $40 a pop, you're not really going to get a huge investment back. I feel like if you operate this other model, you're attracting all sorts of people, the people that just want to stop in for a weekend if they're visiting like family or if they're running a cottage and they don't want to buy a season pass so they go in there and they just uh, pay for you know a ride or a couple attractions while their kids have fun so you're making money off of no matter what and then they're just going in to walk around the boardwalk with their kids and just check out the sites and I think if fun spot does end up buying it back they need to bring back the ski show and a couple other entertainment options 
that would allow them to bring back the boardwalk fee, and I think a lot of people would pay the boardwalk fee. But I think Fun Spot, it could be the organization that actually listens to the community, listens to the fans of Indiana Beach. And I feel like Indiana Beach should go back to its heyday. But I feel like a lot of TLC needs to be worked on, uh, especially in the water park area. I feel like the water park area needs to be worked on the most. And if we saw the water park go away completely or relocated to another area of the property, I would be perfectly okay with that. Uh, just as long as we're able to keep the unique coasters, possibly remove the trims off the Lost Coaster or Superstition Mountain. But all I know is that somebody needs to come in there and rescue this small park. It's six years away from celebrating 100 years. Yes, it has, you know, some bad things about it, some good things about it. But all in all, Indiana Beach has been around forever. It has a lot of history with a lot of people. And I think Morgan kind of made, put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. And Apex didn't do a good job of saying, hey, we're the owners. These are, we're new owners of this park. I feel like they would have kept that up. They could have attracted more visitors into the park and brought people back. But with their limited amount of investment in the park, I think a lot of people were like, hey, you know what? This is the same park that was in 2008. No real new attractions, no new rides. So if you don't bring in any new attractions or new rides, people are like, yeah, whatever. It's the same park I remember, but I feel like they're not doing anything with it. So if you have a place like Fun Spot that comes in there, take some of the old attractions out that kind of need a little too much upkeep and they redo some of the attractions retract the roller coasters and bring in new rides and new attractions and i feel like they would be more successful than morgan and more successful than apex ever was uh but let me know what you think uh you could you know message us privately on facebook or whatever you want to do uh email me uh midwestcoasterfans at gmail.com just title it whatever you want to title it we'll respond back to you right away if you visit us on patreon.com forward slash midwestcoasterfans there's five tiers Please be sure to try to, you know, support that. We're going to have exclusive behind-the-scenes content, uh, especially with winter chill-out coming tomorrow. Uh, But if you have any questions or anything like that, definitely let me know. And uh, this is Chris signing off for Midwest Coaster fans. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you enjoy many others like it, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast on any format. We're available on all different formats. And we're going to be talking about winter chill-out when Jacob and Dustin come back from it uh, on Sunday. Uh, and look for those videos coming out on YouTube here soon. Please be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube as well and follow our other content on Facebook, Instagram, and please be sure to uh, request or add on Snapchat as well because that's another one of our exclusive formats that we're going to be adding here soon. And uh, thank you again for listening to Coaster Therapy, a Midwest Coaster Fans podcast, and uh, have a wonderful rest of your weekend, and thank you again for listening.